On Alaska's Political Pipeline, we're taking time to share some of the extended interviews that we did with the candidates for the Anchorage Assembly. In this edition, we're talking to the candidates for District 6, Seat K. There is no incumbent in this race. Rachel Reese is one of three people running for the seat. Why do you want to be elected to the Assembly? Well, we, honestly, I don't want to move, and I don't think a lot of other people do either. It's becoming kind of an issue. People are leaving left and right for the Valley or other states. We're losing GDP. This is the longest I've ever been in one spot because I was in the military. I want to be able to say I was here in 30 years. I want my kids to say that. Yours too. And the way we're going, I don't see that being a reality. I know the position is nonpartisan. Candidates have, been, have identified and are leaning a certain way in the past. Would you consider yourself liberal, conservative, or independent? I'm definitely a conservative. I'm not always a Republican, even though I'm registered that way. I have some heartburn with policies they've done. But when it comes to financial policies and educational policies, definitely a moderate conservative. Uh, what would you do to improve relations between the Assembly and the Mayor's office? Oh, God, that's a trick question. I think act like an adult. Um, mostly, it doesn't matter if you like somebody or not, or if you don't like the source of the message. If it's a good message, it's a good idea, or if you're in a position of leadership, it's incumbent for you to come to the table open-minded and even-tempered and act like a professional. Uh, what perspective, knowledge, expertise will you bring? So I've done a lot of legislative work, working with NGOs, international organizations as part of the military. And the other benefit of the military is you work with people from everywhere. So you learn to be very flexible and very um, open-minded, not necessarily in changing your principles, but in how you can receive information, work through things that might initially be something you would want to push back on. But just learning to be more receptive and understanding to have a broader spectrum, really. Um, what are some more important issues that you, that you, for your district that you feel are overlooked? So one of the things a lot of people don't talk about on the hillside is a large portion of it's not on city services. So for us, zoning is a particularly unique situation in terms of aquifer recharging, runoff into the bay, environmental considerations. So we have different population density and lot size considerations. I'm a big fan of mixed zoning and a mix of dense and sole family housing. But out there, just because of the makeup of the land and how the services are set up, you've got to keep that in mind. Um, what are some neglected areas of the district? Kind of the same question. Do you have anything? Um, there's some neglected areas in terms of the railroad and easements, um, the LURSAs, how the service areas are managed and their bonding abilities that I don't think a lot of people understand and how that relates to the city and its budget. Um, what are you passionate about? <laughs> politically or personally? <laughs> let's, start, let's go politically. Okay, politically, I just would like representatives, and that's why my signs say like you, that really you're taking care of that 70 to 80 percent of the issues we all kind of agree on. Good schools, good economic opportunities, viable businesses, a robust downtown, the ability to buy a home and maintain it because you're not getting priced out, right? Safe streets, these are the things we all agree on. And then having the ability to work and compromise and come to consensus on those things we don't so we can find something that's acceptable. So let's talk personally then. So you're obviously, you seem like you've done your homework. You're committed to your area. What, what you as an Alaskan, as an Anchorageite, <laughs> what are you passionate about as our neighbors? What, what, what are you passionate about? So I came here because we have this great rural urban interface. You don't see that anywhere else. It's very unique and it 
it's very centering. I think there's something to be said for getting out in nature, and I really enjoy that. You don't have to drive far, and it doesn't cost you a million dollars to do it. It's literally right there for everybody. And I love that my kids get to experience that, because that is completely gone in most of the lower 48. What new perspective will you bring if elected? So you're talking about the fact that Suzanne's not running. It's an incumbent-less seat. Okay, so the new perspective is just that I don't say I'm a moderate or a conservative when I'm really progressive. I'm kind of what you see is what you get. And if you don't like it, I understand that, but I'm still willing to talk to you. And I don't play favorites. And I see a lot of that going on right now. What makes you stand out from the other candidates? You kind of answered this, but if you want to rehash it. Oh, gosh. I think, yeah, I mean, mostly just I spent my entire adult life in service. It wasn't in the political realm, but it was in service. I've spent time on the Pakistan border. I was in Afghanistan, Germany. I've been all over South America, Italy. You know, I mean, I've been around the world twice, so I have a pretty broad perspective. What are some of your specific plans, if, if elected? So I want to revisit the tax structure on the inventory tax. I think that's regressive for small businesses. I definitely want to revisit the school budget. I think we need to get some return on that investment, considering how much of a burden that is on homeowners. And then I definitely want to look at how we can tweak the budget and not raise cost on anybody, but make it more efficient and effective to maximize services to the public. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty since we're almost out of time. A little background, a little bit background about yourself. You've already given me some, but can you expand a little bit more on your service? Um, yeah, okay. So I joined the military about 20 days before 9-11. So I, um, I actually reported to basic training with nine months and 27 days of service. It was just a weird time. I don't know if anybody remembers. Um, I spent the first half of my career enlisted, worked my way up through the NCO ranks, and then I went to OCS and became a medevac pilot. And then as part of that, I was an air traffic services commander. We ran some pretty cool towers, which I thought was very interesting. I never knew anything about it till I did it. And um, I talk about sink or swim. <laughs> and then I also was an aviation staff officer with Army South, which is where I got exposed to South America in a professional capacity. And then I am a board chair for a charity that brings home rescue animals for soldiers from conflict zones and overseas. In fact, I have a dog at home I brought home from the Middle East. <laughs> he's super cute. He's on my Facebook if you want to see him. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, check it out. He's cute. And um, I've been on the budget committee, which has exposed me to kind of the unique issues here. My community council. I never knew what those were before I came to Anchorage. And I think that they're great. I wish every city had them. I think there'd be a lot less issues. They really give the people a voice. The second candidate running for District 6, CK, is Zach Johnson. Why do you want to be elected to the Assembly? Mm, great question. So the Assembly doesn't always get the most attention in terms of uh, our, our focus on different levels of government, but it is the one that has the most impact on our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. I've been involved in community council for a couple years down where I live in South Anchorage, and it gave me a, an appreciation for just how impactful the Assembly work is. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to get to know some of the folks who have served on the Assembly, uh, see some of the projects they've taken on, and from that gave me a strong desire to, to step up and do my part to help out to our, our uh, our city. And uh, what would you do to improve relations between the assembly and the mayor's office? Mm -hmm. I think really we need to focus on the issues and the ideas as opposed to the personalities and the partisanship. I think pretty much everyone agrees across the political spectrum that uh, the temperature in the room's gotten too high and it's got to the point where it's distracted from addressing city issues. A lot of us, you know, we point to the same things that we need to be taking care of. It's roads, it's homelessness, it's public safety, things like that. Most of us can pretty well agree on those. It's just how do we go about accomplishing it? And I think when the assembly
assembly and the administration just kind of focus on productive steps we can take and find opportunities to compromise on these issues, I think we have an opportunity to move forward there. What perspective, knowledge, expertise will you bring? Mm -hmm. I've been in public service for a long time. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. Like I said, I was on my community council. I've been involved in some local community projects, including uh, co-chairing the Firewise event in South Anchorage last year, and then also developing a list of infrastructure projects uh, that we got forwarded to the state legislature about a year ago. Uh, beyond that, I was a state trooper for eight years. Uh, I was also a volunteer firefighter in Girdwood for a number of years. So I've had a first-hand look at, at a lot of the essential services that we count on the municipality provide. And I think bringing that experience and that perspective to understand what it takes to do these jobs well at the basic ground level uh, is a voice that's missing currently and I think uh, something that I can do that would add a lot of value. What are some more important issues to your district, ones that are overlooked? A big one down in South Anchorage right now, in addition to the, the, the city level issues we talk about a lot, is uh, the wildfire uh, hazard. Um, last summer, a lot of us were very apprehensive in June when we didn't get a lot of rainfall um, that we really saw with all the standing deadwoods. South Anchorage and the Chugash kind of turned into a tinderbox. We've taken some steps to identify uh, resources we can bring to bear to um, address the risk. Uh, there is a South Anchorage Resilience Committee that's done some great work. We're updating the Community Wildfire Protection, protection Plan, uh, which should help us access federal funds, uh, which we can use for safe egress routes, uh, uh, mitigating the fuel loads, fire breaks, things like that. Um, but it's something that we really need to stay focused on because the risk is tremendous. What are you passionate about? Mm. Uh, I'm passionate about service. You know, I mean, if you look at my background, I have found ways to serve uh, at the, the national, the state, and the local level. And I've always just felt happiest with myself when I'm giving back to my community. I'm glad that I've been able to do so in a variety of different roles. I think it's given me a lot of depth of experience and a lot of appreciation for what our first responders, our military veterans, uh, and, and a range of other people have done to, to help protect our communities. And this is, for me, is my next step doing my part to, to help out. Um, what new perspective will you bring if elected? Well, like I mentioned before, we don't have anyone on the assembly right now who has first-hand experience working in public safety. The fact that I've done that for most of my adult life, both through the fire service and through law enforcement, uh, I think puts me in a strong position to recognize the needs of, of our first responders um, and also be a strong advocate for the resources that they need to be able to do their jobs effectively. APD anticipates they're going to be down 50 officers by the summer. We need to come up with a plan to address that and knowing that we have somebody on the assembly who appreciates the, the stress and the challenges of the job and, and will advocate for them to get what they uh, what they need and what they are due to, to take on the challenges, uh, I think is something I can bring to the table. What makes you stand out from the other candidates? <laughs> uh, my background in service, you know, I, I, I keep emphasizing that, but it's it's something that I've done. You know, I, I don't have as much uh, private industry or, or say uh, um, educational experiences as some folks. We got you know teachers and, and people like that who are interested in being on the assembly, and I think there's a lot of value there. Uh, but having somebody in the public service or excuse me, public safety sector is a voice that's been absent for a long time. What are some of your specific plans? That's a good question. Um, one thing that I really want to put a strong focus on is bring, finding opportunities to bring uh, federal dollars into projects in Anchorage, especially in South Anchorage. I touched on the need for us to make uh, steps towards addressing the, the wildland fire hazard down in South Anchorage. Uh, the infrastructure bill contains some exciting grant programs that I think allow us to bring a lot of money and resources to, to pay for some things like that. Um, it's just about making sure that we have the, the people and the expertise to, to identify what projects we should prioritize 
and then to be able to go out and compete for those grants and, and uh, not miss the opportunity there. I also think we need to look at the infrastructure bill on some larger city level projects, you know, making safety improvements to the Seward Highway, for example, uh, finding opportunities to, to bring more resources into uh, law enforcement so that we make sure we have the, uh, the police and the firefighters that we need to uh, keep our city safe. And why do you deserve people's votes? So I'll work hard for them. I mean, if you look at my background, I'm somebody who's put himself in harm's way, who's taken on a lot of self-sacrifice, and I do it because I care about my community. And that's the same attitude I bring to serving on the assembly. I'm here to do the job to take care of our people, not because I'm all that interested in politics or partisanship, because I want to focus on getting the job done. That's, uh, that's what I'm all about. My background shows that, and I think I'd be a, a good advocate for South Anchorage and Girdwood. Our third person is Mikel Insulaco. Why do you want to be on the assembly? So I was born and raised here in Alaska, um, actually here in Anchorage. I even met my wife in the district where I'm actually running. And um, I'm concerned about the future for my son and for our community. And for me, I want to do whatever I can to apply my experience. And over the years, I've worked on local and national initiatives, um, both on the, uh, on the private side and also on the public side, leading initiatives for workforce development, mental health awareness, as well as educating children and families during the COVID-19 pandemic. So I know the position is, is um, it doesn't it doesn't lean you know either way for the party affiliation, but where do you stand on the whole spectrum of? I'm a registered libertarian, and the main reason why I differentiate myself from either party is because I focus on the people and their ability to have their own decision-making power, right? And I want to do whatever I can to restore decision-making to the most local level, which is really what differentiates me. Um, more than anything, I want to try to find solutions that have as minimal impact on people's daily lives as possible while delivering the best solution. Okay. Um, what would you do to improve relations between the assembly and the mayor's office? First off, I think it really comes down to understanding what both parties' goals are and trying to align those things together. We want there to be a perception, of course, that there's something being done about homelessness in Anchorage. And the way that that gets accomplished is not always agreed upon by both the city and the mayor. In my opinion, what I think it comes down to is, is involving a third party, which is the public, the professionals that are already out there helping the community, addressing these issues, because there's a full spectrum of concerns that essentially lead to homelessness, and there's issues around it that need to be addressed. And by involving the community directly, we have a third party outside of the assembly and outside of the mayor's office that allows us to have some accountability and also help deliver some real solutions that we know will work. So what are some of the other big issues that are, that are challenging our city? How would you help to fix those? I think, you know, uh, infrastructure is probably one of the biggest things that we need to invest in, but not shiny stuff. It, it comes down to safe roads that are easy to navigate, um, ensuring that we can access new areas to develop because housing is a big concern for everybody. And so if there's parts of town that we know we have opportunities, we need to make sure that we have infrastructure delivered out there and we make it easy for contractors that are here trying to deliver efficient and effective housing solutions to have that opportunity to develop. Um, I think infrastructure also affects our tourism community and general investment from the businesses. Uh, businesses won't want to invest in Anchorage if they see the condition of our roads and the infrastructure that deliver amenities. Uh, what are you passionate about? 
I'm extremely passionate about solving problems. And, and the reason why I say this is I, I, I work for a variety of different organizations building programs from the ground up. And what I want to do is find the most effective way to build and solve problems with those programs. Um, and it could be at a national or a local level. And the outcomes that come from that are what I'm most excited about. Being able to take the experiences that I learned from others and from my own experience and being able to find ways to solve very complex problems. I think that experience that I uh, have been able to get throughout my career can be really applied towards a role in the assembly. What are some more important issues to your district, ones that are overlooked? I think in our district, the biggest thing is is that uh, you know in South Anchorage we're a huge commercial area, right? And so as I mentioned, I want to reiterate again, infrastructure is extremely important. The condition of roads in arguably one of the biggest shopping districts in the area is located in District 6. And so ensuring that shoppers can locate that as people travel from around the state is important. Ensuring that people can navigate from the airport to the variety uh, uh, areas of town is also important. I think ensuring that we have the ability uh, also during the winter to traverse our roads, especially in South Anchorage where we get a, quite a bit more snowfall than what you see in North Anchorage, there's a lot of cost to economic activity when we don't have our roads clear and people can't get to work. A little bit of background about yourself. Where are you from? I was born and raised here in Anchorage. Um, I've moved outside of Alaska a couple times, but I always come back. And um, for me, uh, I've mostly spent my time here right in South Anchorage. Um, you know, I also lived in Jewel Lake too, so not too far off, and even met my wife here in South Anchorage too. Um, for me, uh, my experience has revolved all around business development and communications. And so I formed a career around uh, building programs, both at the national and the local level, um, including you know state uh, companies that serve our state, like Alaska Public Media and Credit Union One, as well as national brands. And I've been afforded the opportunity through the work to actually impact locally um, Alaskans as well through workforce development initiatives like Alaska at Work, as well as uh, youth mental health awareness, as well as uh, COVID-19 education outreach efforts. What do you plan to do if elected? What are your priorities? My first priority is to collaborate. And what I mean by that is get everybody a seat at the table that affects our economy, which truly is everyone. I think by having a diverse set of opinions at the table, we can truly understand what the issues are in Anchorage because my perspective does not represent everybody, and uh, nor does it represent the solutions that are available. Um, more than anything, though, it's a matter of listening to the experts and to the non-government organizations already doing the work instead of pretending like the assembly and the variety of bureaucratic agencies throughout the state and the city have the best solutions. Let's do what we can to direct those resources directly to the people doing the work. What is important in your district? I think one of the one of the issues that is most important to my uh, district and also to the rest of the city is housing. We have a lot of jobs coming to Anchorage, but the reality of it is is that parents can't take these jobs if they don't have ability to have the child watch when they're out working, right? And uh, families, whether they're single parents or two in, uh, income households, they're suffering because of this, and I think that we need to do whatever we can to divert resources towards organizations and solutions that help people be able to have safe uh, childcare for their children while they're at work. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Alaska's Political Pipeline. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. The Anchorage Municipal Election is on April 4th, 2023. Join us on Alaska's News Source for all the results.